the pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. The heating season is here. Folks, you need to call JKL Engineering today. JKL 401-351-7600. Let JKL Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier Infinity System. The energy-efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. If you think no gas, hey, guess what? No problem. Let JKL Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient. Reduce your oil bill. By as much as 90%, they have the highest rebates of the market, and they also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. JKL is Cary Factory Authorized Dealer, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for over 50 years, JKL's reputation second to none, especially for technical expertise, customer satisfaction. JKL is an approved national grid BPI installer. JKL is also a Navian certified factory dealer called JKL. System replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available. They're licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Call JKL Engineering right now, residential or commercial, at 401-351-7600. JKL, they'll do it right the first time. Now call them. You don't want to get stuck with an inefficient heating system. What if it starts to get really cold? Call JKL right now. Free quote, free estimate. Estimates are free. Financing is available. 401-351-7600. Rhode Island, Massachusetts. It's JKL Engineering. 401-351-7600. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. This portion of the program is brought to you by Henry Oil. You know, this heating season, and uh, we've already had, folks, think of uh, at least all the snow has been melted now, but uh, we have a long way to go. Call Henry Oil today, 401-521-0200. Henry Oil, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery, fuel oil, diesel, gasoline delivery, serving most of Rhode Island and southeastern Mass. It's Henry Oil, 401-521-0200, 401-521-0200 for Henry Oil automatic delivery budget plans service contracts lock and cap pricing call henry oil today make the switch have henry oil be your oil provider call them today 401-521-0200 well folks i hope everyone had a uh a very merry christmas i like everyone else folks i will admit it was just it's just been such an odd year and uh we're hearing more and more hopefully the new year now as the vaccine is getting out there things will start to be uh start to some some sense of normalcy things to return but i did see vaccinations begin at rhode island nursing homes and the prison and i think that is so interesting that you know it was over the weekend that uh both saturday and sunday that suddenly inmates at the aci all started getting the vaccine this weekend staff inmates deemed high risk prioritized early doses received by the corrections department then you had um someone that was another prisoner an older prisoner that did in fact uh die over the course of the weekend so two inmates now one correctional officer that's one thing died to complications but what do you make of the fact that once again uh the aci inmates they're getting 
the vaccine before the people in the nursing homes. I have a problem with that. I mean, you, you don't want to wish ill will on anyone, but I also didn't understand that they weren't releasing the name of the inmate who passed away from uh, who died from COVID, you know, and they said they want to protect the family, the, protect the family and the name. Now, the first person was someone who was involved with a, a brutal rape of a double amputee. And then the woman apparently had a heart attack and died. They people knew who, who her who she was and her family had to endure it. I don't understand though this whole element of the media going along with uh, people at the ACI and, and their requests that oh well you know uh, one of the inmates died the person that died at the ACI was was serving a life sentence by the way life without parole but it's just something about it strikes me on now I was the one I did ask at that uh, Governor Raimondo press briefing, when they first announced the phases and who was going to be receiving the vaccine, I said, this seems odd to me that prisoners are getting it ahead of us. And on top of that, I, and they said, well, it's the morally, it's the right thing to do. But I didn't understand that at the time. And I felt so someone who's serving, you know, a life sentence in prison. So they're going to die in prison. Why are they receiving the vaccine? I didn't. I didn't get that. I did get some pushback. I got some hate mail from some of the progressives. But shouldn't we be giving it to people who, I don't know, law-abiding citizens, people are going to live? Why are we giving the vaccine to inmates? We don't have a death row. But basically, you know, there are people who are serving a life sentence. They're never going to be released. And they were some of the first people in the state to start to receive the the COVID vaccination. I don't get that. I understand that they're in close proximity a number of the inmates have already come down with it a number of the inmates um some of them keep in mind a big bulk of the inmates at the acr are younger there's a lot of young guys in there in their 20s even teenagers and so forth and so you know such has been the way with covid and even guys in their 30s and women in their, it doesn't affect them as much as it affects some of the the older inmates so um i wrote a little bit about that you can read it on the website petro.com remember folks petro.com brought to you by all state lock experts in locking systems and building security residential commercial car keys and security cameras call all state lock today 401-349-0042 the website is allstatelock.com so christmas is over we are moving on to new year's a lot to bring you up to speed on so um as we have the final week now of what has been a very difficult year of 2020 and it's all ahead right here on the john DePietro show mega logistics they're there to help you give them a call today 401-431-2300 mega mega logistics if you have freight you need freight goods third-party brokerage for your company warehousing and transportation how about custom freight supply chain management routing bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies, you can depend on MEGA, MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300. 401-431-2300. Does that sound like your company? Maybe you have freight or you need freight goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today. MEGA Logistics, 401-431-2300. Folks, remember, for all your tree service, 
Well, you want to call Yankee Tree. Call them today, 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, yankeetreeservice.com. What can they do? They do it all. Tree trimming. Experts based right in Lincoln. Tree removal since 2006 and also 24-7 emergency service available. Call Yankee Tree Service today, 439 439- 6028 439 6028 whether it's tree removal stump grinding tree pruning emergency service bucket truck service and bobcat service since 2006 they've been performing tree removal service on top of that nothing stumps yankee tree service they provide stump grinding enjoy your landscape without the eyesore as far as pruning well let them get up there oftentimes a tree can be pruned instead of cutting it down at Yankee Tree Service, their licensed arbiters help you decide what's best, the treatment plan for your tree. And maybe it's an emergency service. Did something come down? Call them today, 439-6028, 439-6028. If they have to, they get right up there in the bucket. Yankee Tree Service, since 2006, tree trimming experts. Give them a call, 439-6028, or online at yankeetreeservice.com. We're speaking with attorney Tim Dot. Tim, this uh, story, uh, the case of uh, uh, Beaver Tempest, as his nickname was, the big Woonsocket case and so forth. Now, th- this seemingly has been in and out of the news, but this is a new direction going with the lawsuit that he's taking on against the investigators of the case. This is really an <laughs> interesting development. Um, I'm not sure how far Beaver gets. He's looking for monetary damages, but he is suing the city of Winsocket um, and two of the investigating um, detectives um, that were uh, in part investigating the facts and the witnesses and the allegations regarding Beaver's allegation that, well, the allegations against Beaver that uh, he uh, murdered Doreen Picard by bludgeoning her to death. And this goes back a long way. Most of your listeners, I'm sure, will remember, but it was in 1982, high-profile murder, which was widely reported on. So Beaver goes to trial, and he loses. And he sits in jail for 23 years or so, professing his innocence. Um, In those 23 years, DNA technology gets a lot uh, more reliable Um, He gets the Innocence Project interested in his case. Um, They demand that the case get reopened for a post-conviction hearing to, in the first instance, look at some of the uh, hair samples and other, um, you know, biological samples that could not be tested back at the time this case was tried. Now we've got the technology to do so. But as his team of lawyers was looking into this and looking into the police investigation, they came across a number of alleged um, irregularities and alleged unprofessional conduct by certain cops in the uh, Woonsocket Police Department. And Judge Procassini, who heard the post-conviction matter back in 2015, did find that um, the trial and the conviction of Beaver was tainted by um, essentially a police investigation 
which was fatally flawed, uh, which um, the cops tried to allegedly influence witnesses, coax and influence their testimony, coax and influence people to change their stories, um, withhold certain evidence which would be exculpatory for Mr. Uh, Tempest. Allegedly, the cops were withholding some of this information from the um, prosecutors. Um, the court also found problems with the attorney who prosecuted the case, saying that he had engaged in some conduct which, from a prosecutorial, from a prosecutor's standpoint, might be seen as highly suspect or inappropriate. So the whole thing was a mess. So the judge throws the case out. And now Beaver gets his opportunity to have a new trial. Great. He gets to now prove his innocence. He's got all this DNA evidence. He's shown that the witnesses are all um, liars, allegedly. He gets a chance to have a new trial. Well, he draws Judge Krause, who can be a very tough judge. And Beaver um, looks, at, looks at what's before him and a few of the pretrial rulings as the case proceeded before Judge Krause. He decides to take an Alford plea and um, basically is sentenced to time served. An Alford plea, John, means that the defendant maintains his innocence, but he acknowledges that that there are sufficient facts that if the case were to proceed to trial, he could be convicted. So he's not saying he did it. He's not saying the the state would prove the case, only that the state could prove the case. Now he's suing... The two cops retired, well, long retired at this point in the city of Woonsocket. I looked at the um, 72-page decision that uh, Judge Procassini wrote. And just one quick point. One of the investigators was um, an officer named Rodney Remblad, who ultimately became the police chief in Woonsocket. And the court criticized Remblad because Remblad had gone, miraculously runs into one of the witnesses outside of a bar at 11 o'clock at night, and the witness is highly intoxicated, and there's a back and forth between the the officer and the uh, very drunk witness, wherein it seems like the witness was encouraged to change his story and wherein the officer was allegedly providing information to the witness, which might influence his testimony, all of which would be highly problematic and improper police procedure, if true. The problem is the witness who was allegedly coaxed and urged to perhaps change their story was never called at trial. Hmm. So, even if this officer did what is alleged, the witness who he allegedly was working over to get the testimony that he wanted wasn't called at trial. So it's questionable how that piece could be argued by Beaver Tempest caused him to be convicted. There's lots of examples of that. When you're looking at what a jury does, there were so many facets to that case. Uh, Beaver was represented by um, Bill Dimitri, senior, we'll say. The Bill Dimitri, who went on to become one of the finest Superior Court judges ever. Yep. And Judge Procassini, in his decision, applauds 
the job that Bill Dimitri did for Mr. Tempest. He shredded every witness on cross-examination. He destroyed their credibility. He went after all the appropriate points. Now, Beaver also alleged that Bill Dimitri um, provided ineffective assistance of counsel. The judge, Procassini, shot that right down and said Dimitri did an outstanding job in a very confused, complicated case. All right, so if there is some police misconduct, which is always wrong, I'm not condoning it in any way, uh, defense counsel does a great job beating up witnesses and shredding them on cross-examination. This guy is convicted anyways. How are we to know what led a jury to convict the guy? Was it the testimony which was perhaps coaxed by the cops out of these witnesses? Maybe yes, maybe no, but Dimitri destroyed all these people on cross-examination. So even if they were coached and even if they changed their stories at the behest of the cops, um, Dimitri showed the lie in all of these witnesses. The jury convicts anyways. So... I'm not sure how he proves that specific instances of misconduct are the very and only issues which led the jury to convict him. I think he's got a very high bar to get over if he's going to prove his case for damages. And Tim Dodd, finally, there was the <clears throat> terrible accident happened at the Dunkin' Donut Center uh, up on the trapeze and then the involving uh, Pete uh, Bealem and Barley. Barnum Circus, and boy, uh, apparently they were really severely hurt, still hurt, and a big, big payout made. Yes, there were. This goes. It's amazing, John. It's already that this event happened in 2014. It seems like it happened yep. like six months ago. Um, yeah. It was at the Civic Center. It was a Ringling show, and these young ladies, eight of them, were performing. It was like the ponytail chandelier or something was called. They all had long hair in a ponytail, and the ponytailed hair was somehow tied to this um, circular rigged-up system 20 feet off the ground. And this thing which held all these girls by their ponytails, um, they were then supposed to perform. The problem is the carabiner, which is that round, like, hooking instrument, which supported this whole thing, gave way because the, the rigging mechanism that was used, OSHA found, was insufficient, and it put too, many, too much of a load on the stress points, and it was not correctly engineered. Now, the management company for the convention center, which also manages the civic center, had a contract with the Ringling Show that that the management company was to provide a uh, to ensure a safe environment for the show to be performed, and that the management company SMG was responsible for all the rigging, all the cables, the electricity, and installing all of the equipment. So, the Ringling people were not allowed to rig their own show. They couldn't hang their own nets. They couldn't hang their own trapeze or anything else. The people that uh, SMG engaged, most of the union personnel, um, rigged the show. And they should have not rigged the show or they should have known that the way the show was brought to them to be rigged was inherently unsafe. So 
the management company for the civic center, excuse me, for the convention center authority gets sued. The convention center authority gets sued and collectively for these eight people, um, a joint settlement of 52 million and change was rendered. Um, my understanding is that the management company for the convention center is now going after the Ringling people. The Ringling show is owned by Kenneth Feld. Um, and they're looking to subrogate to get some of their money back, saying that Feld knew or should have known that the show that he brought to the Civic Center with this inherently dangerous rigging system for this act um, should have never been allowed to go forward. And that Feld can't just lay off his knowledge of alleged, alleged knowledge of this dangerous, faulty rig system onto the, uh, to the Civic Center and its staff. So this will go on, but these young ladies were, uh, not all of them, but I believe at least two or three were really, really seriously injured. I'm not even sure they're walking yet, some less so, but they they all left um, the Civic Center floor, and I remember at the time, severely, severely injured, spinal injuries, you know, life-changing injuries. It's It's a very sad, sad situation. And the $52 million is a lot of money, but when you divide it up eight ways and you look at young ladies who are impacted for life, um, it's never enough money. Yeah. Folks, he is our uh, legal analyst, Tim Dodd. Tim, again, we'll be thinking of you and the family. Uh, no, it's not an easy holiday with the loss of your mom, but Merry Christmas. Uh, keep up the great work, and we will talk to you next Thanks, week. Thanks, John. Merry Christmas to you and your family and to all your listeners. Take care. Ever in an accident, someone hits your vehicle, it's damaged in some way, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401 272 3340. Several reasons. One, they'll handle everything for you. Two, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. And three, they'll make your car. It'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom. West Fountain Auto Body. Call them 401-272-3340. Did someone damage your vehicle? Whether it's a small fender bender or nearly total vehicle, West Fountain will restore your vehicle, get it back on the road. Call them today, 401 401- 272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident, first thing you want to do, call the police, fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain, 401-272-3340. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www. RE Coogan Heating. Call Coogs today. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Remember, whether it's plumbing, heating, or cooling, residential services, 
Let us into your home. Don't fix it alone, they say. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today at 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. It's R.E. Coogan and Heating. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable for plumbing, heating, and cooling. From winter to summer, the train technicians provide 100% service, one customer at a time. From service calls to maintenance agreements to installation, R.E. Coogan Heating, proud to help residential customers. They pride themselves. They make customer service and satisfaction a top priority. As they say, as Coog says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today, 401-732-6562, 401-732-6562. It's Coog's. It's R.E. Coogan and Heating. We're speaking with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. And, uh, Dan, it is uh, unusual. The Globe has the headline, Governor uh, Gina Raimondo has an unusual wish list this year for uh, Santa Claus. So to <laughs> yeah, speak. I mean, she, she said yesterday that she wants two tests, uh, everyone to, to get two tests before the end of the year. And, you know, again, her point here is she's tr- she wants to make sure everybody's getting tested because that testing is widely now available uh, and has been for a while. And the whole idea here is, I, I think what she's saying, she's she's almost saying it, but not completely outlining it is, look, I know you're not going to just sit in your own household for the next couple of weeks. I know you're going to probably try to see family. That's reasonable. It is what it is. But do me a favor here. Do me a solid here and go get tested. You know, tr- let's try to contain this. It's interesting because in Massachusetts, you see Governor Baker is really cracking down and saying, hey, Starting yeah. Saturday, we're going to, you know, we're going to have even tighter restrictions, almost like what the governor did after Thanksgiving. Um, and, and they're they're almost in Massachusetts, a little bit kind of behind Rhode Island. But I, I think there's real concern. I think the governor has has been Governor Raimondo has been trying to find kind of balance this situation of I want the I don't want to see everybody losing their jobs. I want people going out. You know, I'm going to go out myself, things like that. But also, guys, like, you know, th- this could very easily, you could have a January that is even darker than early December, which would be really concerning for the hospitals and for everybody. What do you make of um, the fact in the Globe? You do write about it, but you're exactly right. Uh, Governor Baker, he is already moving towards stricter restrictions afterwards. And the governor's hold, Governor Mundo is holding off on that, saying, you know, kind of like, let's take it a day at a time, enjoy christmas now and we'll when we get there we'll get there if we have to pause again we'll pause yeah you know it's funny you as you know i'm by no means an expert on on what goes on in in massachusetts politics so you know i I have obviously my colleagues at the globe and i read the globe and i pay attention to what's happening from the outsider perspective here one thing that seems a little more clear to me in massachusetts is that whether it's the state legislature or some of the larger cities and towns certainly boston there, they have a lot. The, the leaders there, or the, or the lawmakers, have a lot more, um, I think, clout and ability to influence Governor Baker uh, than than sure. anyone here in Rhode Island. And so, I think the governor, yeah. Governor Baker, to some degree, is you know what? Look, it's all driven in the data. They are seeing just like everywhere else, seeing you know cases and, and hospitalizations, you know, begin to become very scary, but. You know, what's been what's been happening in Massachusetts a lot is, you know, the governor says one thing and then 
you know, the Brookline or, or Boston come out and change or Newton comes out and does something different. I think the governor wants to show, look, we're all on the same page here. We, you know, I hear everyone. We're going to impose these restrictions. I, I think in Rhode Island, the truth is if, if uh, you know, Mayor Fung in his last effort as mayor said, hey, I, you know, I'm going to really restrict uh, uh, travel to Garden City. I think the governor would go on television and laugh him out of the room. Um, right. The governor has a right. lot more control. It's a smaller state. It's lots of reasons. That is the noticeable difference. So the governor here, I think, really commands uh, just a lot of power, whether it's respect or not. She gets to kind of make the call, whereas uh, Governor Baker, who's extremely popular, doesn't have as much sort of sway as maybe the, the mayor of Boston, for example. And, and Baker is a Republican, and uh, Raimondo, they're right. all the same party. I think that if, if, if she were a Republican, I think this whole thing would have played out differently, because then you would have had the Democrat speaker and, and uh, Senate president. Well, she, would have never, she would have never had a you chance know, to control any of that money, for sure. <laughs> no way. No, that would have been completely different. Folks, we're speaking with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe, and uh, the Globe has an interesting story on some of the Latino leaders calling for the vaccinating uh, of the population to be different in Rhode yeah, Island. Yeah, my colleague Ed Fitzpatrick has really been paying close attention to what's going on in Central Falls, and you and I have covered it a million times now. I mean, look, you know, you're in a situation where you're going to have a large chunk. I mean, we're, you know, I've heard as much as maybe 50% of that population in Central Falls potentially um, having had the virus, uh, you know, by, I, think, I believe by January is what some of the health officials say. And, and so there is some, somewhat, you know, good reason for, um, uh, you know, I think momentum to be growing to try to, you know, provide the vaccine to some of those hard hit communities. The thing is, is that it, it, it's a, in the moment right now when we're still, you know, we're counting the thousands of people to, uh, who have been who have received their first dose as opposed to in a few months when we're going to be or a few even weeks when we're going to be talking tens of thousands and then very quickly hundreds of thousands. I think right now, that that story is going to play out almost everywhere in the country of who should get the vaccine first. And, you know, you've seen it in Washington with whether the members of Congress should get it. And then, you know, it's frontline workers. Do you do teachers so that you can make sure students are back in school? And I think the truth is, John, everyone makes a reasonable case, right? It, there, there's a reasonable case for you to say, hey, we need to go to South Providence or only villain Providence, or we need to get everybody in Central Falls. Sure. Um, there's just as reasonable of a case to say, Teachers should get it first. Frontline health workers, and so I, I, the, the I, I think the advocates and some of the municipal and, and state leaders are doing. You know, they're doing what they think is right. The truth is, in the end, this is all going to be a wash because I really do think you're already seeing what Pfizer has agreed to another hundred million uh, doses of the vaccine uh, with the United States. I mean, I, 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 my gut tells me that in the end. You know, we're going to be there's a chance that we'll be excess uh, vaccines as opposed to, you know, running out of them or worrying about who gets it, who doesn't. It's also uh, interesting, Dan McGowan, with, you know, the names that jump out that signed this letter that was sent to the governor. Secretary of State Nellie Gobia, yeah. she's running for governor. Mayor Lorza, he's running for governor. Providence City Council President Sabina Matos, she's going to run for mayor. Central Falls Mayor James Diosa, he's expected to run for lieutenant governor. How do you separate the politics? Well, you don't, right? I mean, let's be honest about it. That, that is a, a major factor. And, and you know as well as anybody, you know, sometimes good politics is also good or good policy is also good politics. And so it makes yeah. perfect sense. If I'm the mayor of Central Falls, 
of course I'm going to both be advocating for my city and also, you know, trying to be to be out there and trying to kind of one up maybe the governor and, and get my my name out there. So you make no mistake about it. These guys know what they're doing. Um, they may be right also, but they, they certainly are, are factoring that in um, or they're, they're or it's almost it's not even it's not that they're factoring it in. It's just second nature. I want to get on TV and I want to show I want my face out there to show that I'm doing something during this this fight. I don't want to have to face voters in a little, you know, and just really you think about it a year from now, you're, you're really going to start campaigning. And I don't want to have to say to voters, hey, I didn't do anything for you guys. I kind of was checked out for the last year. Folks, quick break. Again, more with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe right here on the John DePietro Show. This winter, you can depend on Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Make Henry Oil. Make the switch. Make Henry Oil your reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery company. 401-521-0200. Residential, commercial, fuel oil delivery, fuel oil diesel, gasoline, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. It's Henry Oil, serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Remember, with Henry Oil, automatic delivery, budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing. Check out their website, henryoil.com, or call them today, 401-521-0200. Henry Oil. Since 1947, they have a great family history, and they are just terrific. You can depend on Carmine and Lori and the great folks at Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Check them out online at henryoil.com. Residential and commercial fuel oil delivery, service contracts, budget plans, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery, serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass., it's Henry Oil. Call them 401-521-0200. This winter, I'm asking you to switch to Henry Oil online at henryoil.com. Attention business owners. In today's world, customers judge you by your website. And for most people, their first introduction to your business or company is your website. Karen Etchells at InnoVest is here to help. Give her a call at 401-321-2799. Hey, now it's 2020. You got to freshen up that old website design that Al Gore invented. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional and she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Remember, Preferred Towing and Recovery, they're located in Lincoln and they service the entire state. Preferred is also female-owned and operated by Christine along with her husband, Mark Labby. They specialize in towing, transport, asset recovery, repossessions, and private property towing services. You know, Mark has been doing repossessions for 30 years. He gets the job done safely, securely, Preferred Towing. Call them today, 401-725-8500, 401 
725-8500 or online at preferredrecovery.com as well as Facebook. Preferred Towing. They can also, you know, they buy older vintage cars. Maybe it's from the 60s, 70s. Maybe you have one. It's been sitting in, in your garage for who knows how long, the last 15 years. And you keep saying, you know, someday I'm going to restore that. But how about instead call today, 401-725-8500. Call for a fair offer today. It's preferred towing in recovery located in Lincoln, 401-725-8500. Again, they've been doing repossessions for 30 years. They'll get the job done safely, secured, safely and securely. Preferred towing, 401-725-8500 or online, preferredrecovery.com. They're also on Facebook. We speak with Donna Perry of the Sun Chronicle. And uh, DJ, next story I just wanted to touch on. And um, it was Maggie Haberman of the New York Times that broke it. But it's supposedly Friday night. Now, since the election, obviously, you know, you had Rudy Giuliani and he had some problems in uh, having press conferences. And mm-hmm. But Friday night, supposedly, according to different sources, Sidney Powell, who remains right there in the thick of things, uh, the attorney, you know, still in touch with the president, Rhode Island's own for Middletown, Michael, uh, General Mike Flynn, Giuliani and others are in the Oval Office Friday night with Flynn and Sidney Powell trying to convince the president to institute martial law in battleground states and redo the election. And there was shouting and various people uh, within, you know, whether it's Pat Cipollone or Mark Meadows, other people close to the president, they felt it was so dangerous. They leaked, of course, you know, the contents of the meeting to members of the press feeling if this thing got some light, it would kind of scare off, even though, you know, Flynn had gone on uh, Newsmax and had been talking about it. What are your thoughts on uh, Sidney Powell? Even Giuliani started to back off like these people are getting a little too conspiracy oriented for me what do you make of the fact that powell and flynn are still pushing down this road anyone who cares about how trump's uh image in history is going to play out needs to get him away from Sidney powell and and just cut this cut this off at this point john i i just think that that the fact that cipollone and and meadows they 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 know that there is a line here that you can't cross and and you know, she is chasing what she wants to chase. But um, I mean, that whole meeting and that whole scene and that Michael Flynn, honestly, if you were a guy like Flynn and you've been through what you've been through and we know that there was uh, certainly, um, you know, a lot of uh, unfair and, and, you know, underhanded going after him. And then he goes through all that and the prosecution and then you get the pardon. John, wouldn't you kind of hang back you know what what are you doing honestly like you know going public and going on newsmax and being in that meeting in the white house i mean that was stunning to me that i thought flynn is going to meetings in the in the oval in the white house like so i think this i i've said this last week etc anyone who cares about trump and i know you know there's it was one thing when it was november 6 a few days after the election and they were stunned but we're less than one month from the inauguration. And I think that, you know, whether it's Powell and Flynn and even Rudy is saying, get, get him off the cell phone with this woman. Um, yeah. I, I think, 
look, they're causing trouble all over the place. You saw that those two um, technology companies that run the software for the voting machines, Smartmatic and Dominion, and and they forced very rare um, clarification statements, I believe, right on Fox and Newsmax, where they had to say the claims are not, uh, you know, this is an unproven thing because they've got big lawsuits ready. And that is very significant. Yes. People shouldn't, you know, that enough people should really recognize that, that these two companies, Dominion and then the other one. Smartmatic. Um, smart. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's one thing that suddenly uh, Newsmax, who, and, and even Fox to some degree, you want to let these people, whether it's the uh, MyPillow guy, Mike Lindell, and or Sidney Powell going on and on about these theories. But when you start to repeat it, they're looking at a potential major lawsuit. That right. was huge that Newsmax had to run this clarification piece yes. saying we have no evidence of that. And as a matter of fact, Lou Dobbs had to do the same thing on Fox Business. Yes. So, you know, it's it, it's all fun and games until a lawsuit starts. And, you know, these companies have a lot on the line. Right. There's definitely damage there. That really could be what's throwing, you know, throwing thing, things off of. Like, hey, listen, we're not going to yes. have our company go up in flames because you have these wild conspiracy Right. Theories. Well, that's the thing. And, like, I mean, to say that the vote, not only to say that it, the software is able to literally switch a vote in the sequence, but there, I mean, Powell is, is way out on the edge of the dock saying that, that that actually occurred. And they have huge contracts, you know, with the government, like you're right. And so if you're Fox Corp and, and those are very deep pocket, big tech companies, I mean, you, you're not, they're not kidding around and they're not going to allow no. this to go forever down and, and smear their name. So again, I've said this in the past few days, whether it is Ivanka, whether it, whoever it is has to be able to have his ear more than Sidney Powell has to say and, and John, that's what I think Barr was doing in a way by going out the way he did yesterday. He's been underappreciated. Yeah. Again, Trump is running very close to the line. Really, John, just do you want to go down in history that you tried to legally block the peaceful transfer of power in the United States? That's a hallmark of America, by the way. So, right. I mean, he has a big future, huge following. We know that. You know, it let it go go at the point where it is right now, and they they've got to just. I mean, he needs a, uh, he deserves, I should say, he deserves John uh, a respectful exit plan. And anyone who cares yeah. about him, if 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 they care about him and they're cheering on Sidney Powell, then they're really doing him a disservice at this point. Yeah, you know, there are different. Obviously, I get emails from yeah. all different types of. People and sometimes I do a little test where then I'll respond to someone and say, "Who's your state rep?" <laughs> and you get back, "Oh, I don't know," you know. Right. Or I'll say, "Who's your congressman?" Is it Landrin or Cicilline? And they'll sometimes you can tell that. Oh, I don't. I'm not sure. They can't tell the difference between the state rep, the congressional person, uh, Jack Reed, complete state senator. But I have people like that who are sending me um, messages saying. You know, John, do you know, do we have Dominion voting machines here in Rhode oh, Island? So that see, did crack through. It cra yes, it I mean, penetrated through. Anything. Yes. They don't know who the rep yep. is, who the congressional That's person is. That's a good is, point. But that cracked through, and that could be very difficult. DJ, just talking about the Biden cabinet, uh, they just continue. I think the, the Mayor Pete appointment, I mean, he is 
you know, no experience at all with transportation. It's the largest transportation system, really, one of them in the right. world. Um, and basically, his only experience was basically put it in bike lanes in South Bend, Indiana. <laughs> well, as we've noted in some of these appointments, that because that's beside the point, right? <laughs> right. I mean, the appointment is about um, and talk about someone who's learned how to play the game very well. I mean, yes. John, I mean, he ran a city. It would be like, you know, in great respect, to, it would be like Alan Fung being named. The head yeah. of, I mean, he, didn't he run a city, 100,000 people? Um, yes. So it's someone on, that had that minimal background. But the guy is, we've, we said this over time, he's good on his feet. I think what the deal with him is, though, also is a big part of, I mean, you have every, all these deputies under you, they're going to do all the work and approve all the contracts. Let's face it. He, someone like him, they like, he's good with the media. He's also good. I think, um, I think his political skills are such though, that he, they feel is respectful to go meet. A lot of it is you're meeting with governors and you're meeting with, um, you know, in some degree groups of mayors, when you're talking about huge transportation networks. So I think a lot of it is they wanted, um, you know, this prom first prominent gay politician, you know, in that role. Again, it's the, to me, this checklist is all about that. Um, it's the diversity checklist. And then they put the um, Native American uh, Deb Haaland and they, that's the first appointment uh, like that to the Interior Department, um, which a lot of that in the U.S., it's kind of a confused uh big federal department a lot of it is they do deal with uh indian lands or native american original lands and you know and how those are handled and all that so they they put her there that took her out of a congressional seat but they did that so i think with um Buttigieg, remember this was also at one point the Rahm emanuel guy from chicago had been talked about to have that slot um, That's right. And then the AOC led the progressive pushback and they feel he was the one who bungled, you know, the murder of a young black male murder in Chicago. So, yes. you know, I if I may, I would just say I, I kind of think it's notable, though, that the big pick in a way now for many reasons for Biden will be the attorney general. And, right. you know, J.D., they're really working the. um this the typical maneuver for politics. It, this looks like an almost Christmas Eve <laughs> news dump, mm. right? I mean, yeah. look where they are. Today's Tuesday. Now they said this would be decided, I believe, by Christmas. So this looks like what Christmas Eve morning that you're going to announce because everyone is not going to be happy with it. Right. Uh, and I think it's notable the timing that they have stretched out the AG to the Christmas week, or maybe it'll be, you know, Monday, the day after Christmas and between New Year's. Um, mm. And I think that picks up different, um, you know, meaning with the Hunter Biden piece of that, J.D. Like if the attorney, you know what I mean? Like, I think that's for Biden despite, you know, everyone acting like he doesn't know anything about it. Like, he, look, they're going to have someone who I think is very known to him, very trusted by him, is not a showboat. I would not look for someone who hasn't had a strong, you know, familiarity and rapport with him because the son yeah. is in trouble and the attorney general and yep. all that. So I think it's notable and they're under pressure. For, because of the racial justice advocates, though, for that pick, 
I think, you know, they are looking for an African-American to be in that role. I'm not sure that's going to happen. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. A lot more. Donna Perry, columnist for the Sun Chronicle, right here on the John DePietro Show. We're speaking with Donna Perry, columnist for the Sun Chronicle. DJ, the... um... Well, it's a challenge to run your business these days. Maybe you need to find the right type of workers. Why not let MEGA professionals find them for you? Call MEGA professionals today, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-7801. MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals, 508-336-7801. Maybe if you need workers, maybe you have workers and won't come back to work. You need drivers, certified help, part-time full-time, maybe weekend work, you need the professionals at MEGA Professionals. Let them find the workers for you. They screen them all out. They send them right over to you. Serving Rhode Island, Massachusetts, call them today, 508-336-7801. Maybe you need mechanics or skilled labor or warehouse workers, office workers, professionals, even those in the healthcare profession. MEGA Professionals, call them today, 508 336-7801. Again, 508-336-7801. You focus on your business. Let MEGA professionals help you find the workers. MEGA professionals, 508-336-7801. Attention business owners. In today's world, customers judge you by your website. And for most people, their first introduction to your business or company is your website. Karen Etchells at InnoVest is here to help. Give her a call at 401-321-2799. Hey, now it's 2020. You got to freshen up that old website design that Al Gore invented. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional and she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Folks, remember, for all your tree service, well, you want to call Yankee Tree. Call them today, 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, yankeetreeservice.com. What can they do? They do it all. Tree trimming. Experts based right in Lincoln. Tree removal since 2006 and also 24 7 emergency service available call yankee tree service today 439-6028 439-6028 whether it's tree removal stump grinding tree pruning emergency service bucket truck service and bobcat service since 2006 they've been performing tree removal service on top of that nothing stumps Yankee Tree Service, they provide stump grinding. Enjoy your landscape without the eyesore. As far as pruning, well, let them get up there. Oftentimes a tree can be pruned instead of cutting it down. At Yankee Tree Service, their licensed arbiters help you decide what's best, the treatment plan for your tree. And maybe it's an emergency service. Did something come down? Call them today, 439 
6028-439-6028. If they have to, they get right up there in the bucket. Yankee Tree Service, since 2006, tree trimming experts. Give them a call, 439-6028, or online at yankeetreeservice.com. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, folks. Weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, remember, if you want to get a hold of me, the easiest thing to do is log on to my website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Now, there, you can, if you want to listen to the program, listen live. You can also contact me that way. That's the easiest way to get me an email if you'd like to advertise on the show. We also have all our links to social media. We have uh, links to Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or also on YouTube. You can also read many of the exclusive stories that we do. We have exclusive video. You can also shop and get some of the merchandise. And at the same time, if you ever miss an episode of the John DePietro Show, if you ever miss a segment, you just log on and right at the top, it says radio show. Click onto that. It'll bring you right there and you can listen. It's all in a library fashion. It all starts by logging right on at DePietro.com. We're in an accident. Someone hits your vehicle. It's damaged in some way. Pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Several reasons. One, they'll handle everything for you. Two, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. And three, they'll make your car. It'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom. West Fountain Auto Body. Call them, 401 272 3340. Did someone damage your vehicle, whether it's a small fender bender or nearly total vehicle? West Fountain will restore your vehicle, get it back on the road. Call them today, 401-272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident, first thing you want to do, call the police, fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain, 401-272-3340. 